What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Dan from The Greatest Story Ever Played. Welcome to another episode of SideQuest. Uh, these are our audio adventures into things that don't really belong on the main feed. Right now, uh, I've been talking about The Walking Dead TV series. Uh, today, I'm going to continue with Season 3. Um, also, check out the episodes before this on Season 1 and 2 if you like. Uh, it's been fun to, I don't know, relive this show that I really enjoy. Um, the way these episodes are formatted is I just pull out 10 highlights from the season that I wanted to talk about. So, sometimes that's high-level plot points. Other times it's uh, little stuff or maybe kind of a, a thought off of a thought of something in the show. Uh, things like that. Uh, so it's not the most in-depth or any anything like that. With that in mind, if you want kind of deeper Walking Dead content, go find Walking Dead podcasts. There are a lot that are super good, so I, I, I recommend that. Um, but if you want kind of this nice uh, little overview, I think this episode is exactly what you're looking for. Um, so, yeah, I guess with that, we will jump into Walking Dead Season 3. So the first kind of... Uh, highlight I've got is I think the prison is a really great base. Uh, this might be the best base they ever find in the show, in my opinion. Uh, they find this uh, early in episode one, and it is their home for this whole season. And I think this is uh, a really great base. You know, it's got the fences, of course, but then it's got uh, fortified walls inside each uh, um, Inside the prison, you know, there's cells, you can lock the cells, you can lock all um, the, I guess, doorways from room to room and all of that. I think that's a really, really great base. Um, it, it could really prevent a lot of people from coming in, excluding them being able to, like, knock the prison over. Like, you have a pretty good base. And if it were me, I think if I were Rick and company, I would go prison to prison after this. Like, I would just try to find a new prison and, you know, try it again, round two, at that place. Now, I do understand, of course, from a TV perspective, it would be very boring to watch them go prison to prison and like, oh, cool, well, you know, <laughs> found the old base, we'll do it again. Um, I get why they can't do that, but I think it's a, I think it's a smart spot. And, yeah, I think it could be your thing and it would be pretty good, especially, like, uh, you could even leave it, um, I don't know, even using walkers as protection, like leaving the yard kind of with 20 walkers so people don't try to come into your place or something like, I, I don't know. I think you could kind of think of stuff that could, um, be deterrence or whatever. So yeah, that, I guess that's highlight one prison, great base. I really like it. Um, and them finding it was cool. Uh, second thing is the group has become really skilled fighters over the, uh, I think it's eight months from the end of season two to the beginning of season three. Uh, the season begins with them clearing like a, a little house with, of a couple walkers. They're insanely efficient. They know what they're doing. Last season, they were struggling with walkers and, you know, by the end of the season, they gained some confidence. Now they've got some real skill. And then you see this put... To the test even further when they clear the prison to take it over. I, I feel like they're almost like a, a Roman legion in it. You know, they've, they're circled up, they have their formation, 
the walkers come to them, they put them down, and they keep moving as a unit. Uh, it, fantastic. Like, you can just tell things are different. And I think that little time jump was great. It's like, they've been doing this for eight months that we didn't see them. Of course they're fucking good at it. Like, they, they have it down. And... I really like that. I, I think that it's just shown here so well. They can do hand-to-hand -hand combat. Uh, after this, when they meet people, they're like, use guns? Like, uh, it's just one walker. You don't need to waste the bullet. Like, that kind of thing. Uh, it's cool to see what they're like. Uh, so, I, I like that quite a lot. And uh, re-watching those scenes was super enjoyable. Okay. On to highlight number three which is uh, Rick's group versus the prisoners. So early in the season, uh, they, you know, kill their way through all the walkers inside the prison. They actually get inside and they're exploring. They end up in a, uh, a cafeteria uh, running away from some walkers and five prisoners that were there before are just hanging out in the cafeteria and our group uh go, kind of goes through the like can you trust these people they were criminals that's why they're in prison but then on the opposite side can we just kill them like you know the world is ruined you can't it doesn't doesn't matter what someone's done before or not and trying to figure that out i, I thought that was really good um what you end up finding out is that some of these people are totally bad and um, they end up dying and other ones are not and they were decent people or became decent people and part of Rick's group ultimately. And I, I thought that was good. I thought that was a good tension to kind of have to figure out um, because, uh, I don't know, the world's changed. They've changed a lot since all of this began. Um, but, you know, how, how, do you, how do you kind of deal with that? So I, I thought that was pretty interesting in the beginning part of this season. Another thing, uh, my fourth highlight that I thought was good was Daryl steps up right after Lori's death. Um, Lori dies and this um, breaks Rick. Rick like breaks down and he can no longer kind of get things going and Daryl steps in immediately. He's like, okay, you two, you do this. You, you do this. This person, that. Like, Daryl just quarterbacks it. He just hops right in um, and gives everyone jobs and keeps everything moving. And I, I thought this was uh, really good. Like, he's been respected for a long time in their group. Uh, he's, like, become a key person. But for him to step up there and get things going, I, I thought was really great. I think that, you know, you could have seen maybe, like, Herschel do this. He's been, like, a... Um, a leader at different points for the group, but to have Daryl do it and keep everything going and kind of recognizing Rick's not in that spot, I thought that was great. And and he did it basically immediately. Like Rick and Carl are breaking down. Uh, they're really sad. And then the next episode, it begins right where that one ends. And Daryl's like, okay, Maggie, I need you to do this. I need you to do this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to do this. Like, I thought that was great. I really enjoyed uh, seeing Daryl make that move and uh, change in that. Uh, related to this, highlight number five uh, is two things. One is uh, a walker eating Lori's entire body. What the fuck's with that? Uh, so Lori dies giving birth to Judith and Carl 
puts her down or says he did like uh so that she couldn't come back i'm not sure and rick uh after being sad with carl he kind of loses his mind and runs into the prison and is just killing all the walkers he can find inside like the tunnels basically and he gets to one that is super super bloated and i think ate all of lori um i don't know i don't know what the fuck's with that uh this seems Again, uh, like I mentioned on some of the previous episodes, early Walking Dead fuck-ups. I, I don't know if we've seen an entire person get eaten like this before, and I don't think we have since. Um, I don't know why they did this. I don't like this decision at all. It's very stupid. And then also after this, this leads to Rick having a lot of hallucinations. He like gets phone calls from people that aren't there. Uh, he sees Lori multiple times through the rest of the season and it's like haunting him or something i don't like it i'm not a fan of this at all i it just doesn't make any sense to me it doesn't fit with uh the show i I think if they did it once i could get down with it but it really takes rick out but not in a good way i think if they wanted rick to have to step back and he's like dealing with this and his grief I'm cool with that, and I think you could maybe even do some of this and have it work, but I uh, I was not a fan of this. I think this was quite bad. Okay, moving to highlight number six. Uh, the governor is a fantastic bad guy. He's, you know, a full insane cult leader, type of guy he's got he's rallied this town together and people are buying into uh the pr he's putting out but he's actually a monster i think that this is really good uh and would be the kind of person who could end up leading in the early apocalypse right he promises safe haven he says uh different things like that once he interacts with uh, Rick's group. It's like, there are bad people out there, and I'm here to protect you from the bad people. So, yeah, we're going to have to do bad things to stop them. Like, that that kind of thing. He's totally that. I mean, um, he wasn't like a politician before, but he acts like one now. He just adopts bad politician as his persona in uh, post-apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalypse, and he just runs with it. And I think he's uh, really good in that regard. On um, the other side of this, I'm not a fan of the ongoing Andrea romance that happens here. I think this is dumb. Uh, And I get Andrea being, like, tricked at first. So her and Michonne get there. And Michonne is like, this is weird. I don't trust them. And Andrea is like, no, it's great. And then it goes on and on until ultimately Michonne says, I'm going to leave. This place is fucked up. I'm out. And Andrea's like, I know we've been friends for the last eight months, but I'm going to stay here. I like it. Uh, the governor seems like a cool guy. Like, I don't buy that at all. I, I think that that sucks. You really hung Andrea's character out to dry here. And yeah how this season goes i'm not surprised uh with it so not great i i don't like that i i could see that early term being swayed but you know you're close with michonne and michonne says she's leaving 
how do you not go with her? Like, I'm, I don't buy it. I don't like it. I think it sucks. So, you know, there's sort of a both in that one. Highlight number seven, Merle returns. Uh, Merle is uh, super charismatic and is, I don't know, a big part of every scene he's really in. Uh, he's the governor's right-hand man at this point, uh, and he plays a huge part in the season, way more than I remembered. Um, I, I uh, yeah, I'd remembered Merle coming back in some key moments, but... He was huge in this season. He played such a big part in it, and in every scene he was in, he was, like, an important piece to that. One thing with Merle I didn't like was him uh, torturing Glenn, and uh, he didn't torture Maggie, and instead the governor did it, but uh, it seemed dumb even for him. So Merle captures Glenn and Maggie, who are out on a supply run, and when he captures them, he says, is my brother with you? And they're like, yeah, um, Daryl's still around, and Merle's like, take me to him, and they're like, no, we're not gonna take you back to our base, we haven't, you know, we don't know what you've been up to, but if you stay here, we'll bring Daryl back to you, and you can talk to him, and Merle's like, no, that's not good enough, I'm just gonna kidnap you. <laughs> it's, I think it's dumb even for Merle, like, Merle's a hothead, and, like, shit like that, but you know, this whole season he's talked about once he hears from Andrea that Daryl was alive, like, he wants to find Daryl. So to him, for to pull a move like this is stupid, even for him. And I, I don't like that part. I don't think that's good. I don't think he'd do that. Like, Merle's, um... Merle's bad. Like, he doesn't have allegiance to the old group. He doesn't care about Glenn or Maggie or whatever. But I think he'd be smart enough to be like, oh, well... They are friends of Daryl's, therefore I'm not going to be bad to them because I want to see Daryl and I don't want Daryl mad at me, you know? Um, yeah, not not, uh, not the best. Also, Merle's death and uh, Daryl putting him down is really sad. You have uh, some moments where it seems like Merle could perhaps turn the corner, that maybe he would be a valuable member to Rick's group once he leaves uh, the governor. He reunites with Daryl and is in Daryl's group. And there's sort of a chance where you think maybe he can do this. And Merle even has his sort of come to it moment. He steals Michonne and is going to try to give her back to the governor in hopes of like brokering a deal. And Michonne is like, people can change, things can be different. And Merle's kind of like, okay, you can have a second chance. And Merle goes and tries to ambush the governor instead. And gets killed uh the governor leaves him as a walker and daryl ends up putting walker merle down which uh is real sad for daryl to have to do it like his brother's been so uh a complicated relationship for him and to have it in this way is sad for daryl and uh yeah it was good but yeah all in all merle's a huge part of this season uh, highlight number eight is the governor killing the National Guard. I thought this was interesting. Uh, the governor just simply not wanting threats to power. So we, we see a helicopter go down. That's how Andrea and uh, Michonne end up meeting the governor. And presumably the governor shot that down from one of the soldiers who survives. He gets a location of the rest of their, like, uh, 
National Guard guys. And the governor's like, okay, cool, we'll go find them. We'll bring them back here. Like, we'll get you back to them. Governor then goes to that spot and then just kills all the soldiers and takes all their stuff. Uh, so you, you just see that the governor doesn't want any competition. He doesn't want a new leader to arise, someone to try to compete with. He'll just kill everyone. And if you're into following the governor and you're brutal, that's great. Or if you just want to be the people he quote-unquote keeps safe, he's kind of fine with that if you'll be docile. So I, I thought this was interesting, just seeing what he's like and um, makes sense that he wouldn't handle having someone like Rick nearby. He doesn't want anyone around uh, as uh, real threats or perceived threats. He, he just eliminates everyone. So I, I thought that was sort of an interesting side thing that happened. Uh, highlight number nine. Uh, when they go to investigate uh, Woodbury, the governor's police, uh, the group stumbles on a random hermit in the woods. And he doesn't know what's going on. They, like, go into his cabin to escape from walkers kind of chasing behind him. And he doesn't have any idea what's going on. I'm I'm thinking he was maybe an alcoholic, and so he's just been, like, drunk the whole time or something. Uh, but he, he doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. And he tries to run out the door where the walkers are. Um, and Michonne just puts a sword through him and kills him. So that he can't run outside. And then uh, after this, uh, they kind of bust out the front of the cabin. And Michonne throws this guy's dead body out the back. So the walkers will eat it and be distracted so they can escape. And this was like a, a pretty big yikes moment in seeing it. Uh, with uh, The Walking Dead, generally speaking, you feel like you, Rick, Team Rick and your people... You're the good guys, and you're moving forward. And this was one where you were like, this is pretty bad. I, d I don't know what they could do with the situation. Like, if he was going to go out that door, he was going to go out that door. Um, but, uh, yeah, it didn't sit well at all. It's like, Michonne did something pretty bad here. Uh, I don't know. I don't think Michonne in the later seasons would probably do that. But, uh, yeah, that was a moment where you're like, oh, the good guys are being pretty bad here. And last uh, highlight, highlight number 10, is this season has a bad ending. Uh, what results in it is Woodbury plans an attack on uh, Team Rick. They come to the prison, they make an attack, and Team Rick kind of springs a trap with inside the prison. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Woodbury, their people, their soldiers get inside the prison. They're actually in there. Uh, then Team Rick sort of surprises them. The governor's people all run away. Uh, they jump into their vehicles and all head home. The governor, like, pulls out in front of them, gets the retreat to stop, and then he just kills everyone there and then kind of just fucks off and leaves. Meanwhile, uh, at Woodbury, uh, the governor has killed Milton and tied Andrea to a chair. So when Milton comes back as a walker, he'll bite and kill Andrea and it's it's just such a fucking mess um what a i don't like this ending at all for a season uh the whole woodbury war a lot of it's just season three is messy it's really fucked up um 
And after this season, the showrunner Glenn Mazzara steps down. And all in all, I am glad that happened. Uh, this Walking Dead show that this season was, I, I don't like. I don't think I'm going to go back and watch season three again after this or not much from it. Um, I don't think that this show would have continued on uh, under this kind of show running. Uh, and that's not to say Glenn Mazzara is a bad person or bad at making shows. He was going to be making a Dark Tower show for Amazon that ultimately didn't work out. But I was I had high hopes for that and was super interested. So, you know, I think that he's done good things in this. But him and Walking Dead and what I would want and what Walking Dead became it just weren't. Uh, going together for sure. So, season three, big mess in my opinion. Uh, moving on to our kind of last couple things. The best episodes or episode in the season is Clear. This is uh, season three, episode 12. This is a bottle episode where Rick, Michonne, and Carl go look for guns and they find Morgan, who's uh, like booby trapped the town, has hoarded a bunch of guns and is uh, gone uh, insane uh, with his son Dwayne's death. And so Morgan's been, you know, he's been heartbroken, but he's been by himself too long. So he's just like, thinks everyone's a threat and is going to kill everyone sort of thing. This episode is great. Uh, this is a fantastic bottle episode and definitely the best episode this season. I think it's one of the better Walking Dead episodes in general. The chemistry uh, between Rick and Morgan are really good in this. Lenny James goes all out as Morgan in this episode. It's so, so good. Uh, the side story for Michonne and Carl and their bonding is good, too. Uh, this episode's good. I think I've said this in previous episodes, but y you can kind of get away a lot of the time watching, like, uh, the premieres and the finales and maybe the mid-season premieres and finales to watch the show. For this season, I'm not, I don't even know what, how much I'd advise those things. Um, some of it's good, but the Woodbury War definitely uh, isn't great. Uh, not, a, not a huge fan of the way this story was told. Okay, uh, for my MVP for this season. So who was uh, most important to the season, had like big stuff going on. I'm very, very close to giving this to Merle. I think Merle was pretty essential this season, but I'm going to give it the slight edge and give it to Daryl. Um, the The reason being is I, I think this is where Daryl is becoming even more of a main character. I think, you know, season one, he's a recurring character. Season two, he kind of moves into like, oh, he's he could be an important member of their group. Let's see where this goes. And this is where it's like, this season's really moved him into key character and him like stepping up and kind of leading the group when Rick couldn't because um, really Rick is traumatized for maybe like 13 of the 16 episodes or 10 of them something like that like a lot of them Rick sidelined a bit in this and Daryl plays a lot of key roles in that also I think uh, a lot of things that can happen with Merle do kind of emphasize Daryl ultimately. Merle dying, that was big for Daryl to kind of move through that. Um, there's a time where Rick's group doesn't want Merle to come back with him. 
uh, to the group. And so Daryl says, okay, I'm going to leave the group. I'm going to stay with Merle. And so I think there's a lot of like Daryl comes to play, I guess, in this season and figures out a little more of who he is and what he's about and who he's with and that sort of stuff. So uh, Daryl, MVP here, but um, Merle's close. And uh, lastly, kind of the season overall, uh, as you can tell on some of the things I've said, the season's pretty messy. Uh, there's a lot that I don't like about it. There are some things I do like and think are good that were mentioned along the way too. And something unique in this season is it does introduce the first uh, big bad, quote unquote, with the governor. Before this, you've met bad people sort of along the way, um, but they're more minor or um, it's been walkers for the most part. This season, you have a true foe, a true nemesis, the big bad in the governor. And I think that's a cool change or growth for the show in terms of progression, right? A lot of it's learning how to survive. Our group is now capable of surviving, uh, gets more capable of surviving. Uh, there's small bad people along the way. It's isolated. Now it's sort of, oh, there can be bad groups of people. Uh, so I, I thought that was cool, and yeah, I don't know. Overall, there's some stuff from season three I like. Uh, in an alternate universe, I think there's probably a really good season three where uh, a lot of this stuff lands uh, better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All in all, there's a couple things worth seeing, but I think that this is a season that could largely be skipped. Um you could probably skip a lot. Maybe watch some episodes where key characters die or something. Or watch like a highlight video. Um, also, just as like a side point in this, this is a season where I know a chunk of people who were Walking Dead fans and they kind of lost interest during season three. Um, this is a key spot that I've had multiple friends stop watching the show during this season, um, which then I kind of won them back in later seasons like, just skip that, pick up here, like, uh, it's it's still good, uh, that show isn't great, that, that season's not great, these other ones are better, and I've had people come back and watch for multiple years after that, so season three, I think, is a slog for people, um, so uh, if you got this far and then stopped watching, I would suggest picking up with season four, uh, season four is good, um, so yeah, that's, uh, I guess, my thoughts on season three of The Walking Dead. If you've got any thoughts, I'd uh, love to hear them. You can uh, talk to me on Twitter at StoryEverPod. Um, our website's thegreateststoryeverplayed.com. Uh, we have a bunch of episodes about video games there. We've talked about like The Walking Dead series and a bunch of other ones uh, that you may like. So yeah, please check that out. And um, yeah, see you next time.